Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, I want to talk about workout intensity and why you may dread high-intensity workouts. And some of you love them. And if you love them, this may not be the podcast for you. You might listen to it. It might be kind of interesting. We're going to talk about endorphins and some genetics. But there are so many of you who hate and have to trudge through intense workouts. And I'm not going to tell you what you probably think I'm going to tell you in this podcast. I feel like a lot of fitness people say, oh, just keep going. Just keep making yourself do it. You'll eventually love it. You'll eventually start to create a habit. And although that might be true, that's not what I'm going to tell you today. I am going to give you full permission to leave the high intensity behind if you are trudging through it and you hate every second of it. I feel like there are not enough people giving you permission. I might be the first person you've ever heard that gives you permission to do this. Let's talk about it. So one of the most common testimonials that I get from new Evla members is that this is the first program they've found that they don't dread, that they actually enjoy. And I've heard from so many members that when they have to take a recovery day, because I do encourage at least one, preferably two recovery days per week, they're like sad <laughs> that they can't work out. And I know for a fact that this is extremely important to look forward to your routine or at least not dread it because it'll keep you consistent. And you get to a point where exercise becomes a part of your life. And once that happens, you're in it for the long haul and you can stay on track. What I'm finding is that how you exercise will determine how long you exercise. And I don't mean how long like duration as in like, are you exercising for an hour or 45 minutes? I mean long like years, decades, lifetime. How you exercise day in and day out will determine for how long within your life you can exercise. So this is much more important. We want to be able to exercise our entire life rather than exercising for a decade as intensely as possible and then having to completely change it when our bodies are burnt out and exhausted. There is such an all or nothing mentality in the fitness industry and it breeds burnout. It breeds joint injuries, hormonal issues. I think for a lot of people, it breeds negative self-image and There's such a culture of you've got to show up and give 110% or else you might as well not show up at all. And I think that for a lot of people, that's very discouraging. And for a lot of people, it doesn't work. Didn't work for me. (laughs) And I talk to people every day that it doesn't work for. And I think that we need to create bodies that are in it for the long haul, not destroy them so that they temporarily look good and can fit in smaller clothes, but then they just burn out later. Since I've started Evlo, I hear from people every day who are trudging through intense workouts and the results are that they're in pain, they're exhausted, they're not able to show up for their families, and eventually maybe they're not even seeing the results for the amount of time and effort that they're putting in. And of course, these are the people that I'm hearing from because this is my job. This is the message that I'm putting out. So I'm not hearing from the people who are working out intensely and it's working for them and they're feeling good and they're able to tolerate that type of intensity. So I'm not saying that intense workouts are a death wish. I'm not saying that if you enjoy them, you need to stop. I'm just saying that we need to cut through this all or nothing mentality in fitness culture and give people permission that you can show up in a routine that's more gentle and moderate and still see results and still be fit and healthy. I did a poll on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's Dr. Shannon DPT. I post a lot of educational content, but I did a poll on my Instagram asking for people to vote if they truly loved and enjoyed intense workouts or if they dreaded the intense workouts. 
because I've talked to so many people who love them and they, they're they sad when they know that they kind of have to step back from them. So I know there's people out there who love intense workouts, but I personally have never loved a long, intense, grueling workout, even though I've been consistently exercising for over a decade, I would have to force myself to take like a boot camp class or an intense spin class. For some reason, the idea of like being in pain in an intense class for a long time was not something that I would prioritize or look forward to, even even though I'm consistent and I feel like I'm fit and strong and healthy, I never <laughs> looked forward to those intense classes. I always gravitated towards yoga and Pilates and lifting and bar over going to like an intense spin or boot camp class. What's interesting is in these last maybe six months or so, I've noticed a little bit of a shift in my affinity towards higher intensity classes. I started to love, and I wouldn't say love, maybe crave a little bit more intensity. And this took me, you know, about a year to finally get there. But I think it's because I finally trained my brain and reward system with consistent, moderate intensity exercise that was building up my muscles and my tolerance to the point where my body could tolerate a little bit more intensity. And by a little bit more intensity, I mean 15 minutes. (laughs) I am not going longer than 15 minutes in an intense workout. Like, no, thank you. I still would not (laughs) want to take like an hour long intense class. But I always figured I was in the minority of quote unquote fit people who currently have a lifestyle of working out regularly, but still don't really enjoy or look forward to really intense, grueling workouts. In fact, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought I was lazy. I thought there was something wrong with my energy levels. So I would force myself to do intense workouts anyways, because I thought that that's what I needed to do. And I would dread it every second before, during, and after. And it turns out I'm actually not in the minority of people who dread intense, long workouts because 63% of the people on this poll that I put on Instagram said that they dreaded the, the intense workouts. 37% said they enjoyed enjoyed it. And I get it. Instagram, an Instagram poll is not a scientific measure by any means, but it did expose to me that there may be a large population of people who have no interest in intense workouts every day and are forcing themselves to do it just to burn themselves out shortly after. And if you're like me, you can get behind a short but intense workout and your joints can tolerate them maybe a couple times a week. I say do that if you can. And if you're one of those who loves a long, grueling workout where you feel like you're going to die the whole time and your body is approving of that type of workout, not feeling all broken down, then carry on. But based on everything I've researched and in my own body, in the body of my clients, in the bodies of hundreds of people that I've talked to about this, those really intense daily workouts, they might not be the safest approach. But I know it works for some of you. So if it is working for you, I don't want to discourage it. But for many of us, we dread that, it doesn't feel good, it exhausts us for the whole day, and it usually results in some body pain, and we simply just won't stick to a routine like that. I would much, much rather you work out gently and consistently for your entire lifetime rather than work out intensely for a short period of your lifetime and then burn out and not be able to do anything. I'm here to tell you this. 
if you dread (laughs) intense workouts before, during, and maybe even you feel a little bit worse afterwards like I did, you aren't alone and this is a common phenomenon. There is probably nothing wrong with you and you don't have to force yourself to do it. I think it's important to say this because I remember having so many feelings of guilt when I didn't do quote unquote enough for my workouts because I didn't fully exhaust myself, even though I absolutely hated (laughs) the way that I felt during and afterwards. I always felt like lethargic and and a little irritable afterwards. And I would hear from so many people, my friends and stuff, that they would feel so much better. They would feel like this uh, endorphin high and feel happier afterwards and like stress relief. And I know that that's a real thing. I'm not saying that that's not, but that was not my experience. (laughs) Um, I kind of felt like on edge after I would do a really intense workout. And I kept going with it because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. And maybe I'm the first person to tell you this, but you don't have to continue to push yourself as hard as possible just because you were told that that's the only way you can be quote unquote fit because you don't need to. (laughs) There is an all or nothing culture in the fitness world that is just not healthy for so many of us. And it's not sustainable. It doesn't keep us consistent. It doesn't keep our bodies strong. It feels like we're broken down and burnt out. You can exercise at moderate intensities and still see great health benefits and visual results. In fact, the more you make moderate exercise a habit because you don't dread it, the more you notice you start to crave a little bit more intensity like what happened to me. In which case, lace in a little bit more intensity like what I did. I just lace in two higher impact cardio classes that are short, they're 15 minutes, and that kind of curbs my appetite for higher intensity and I'm good. It works for me. But don't let guilt drive you into exercising super intensely because it's just going to lead you to burning out mentally and physically. And I know I really wish there was someone that was giving me this message when I was going through this years ago because I feel like it's not the culture. I feel like it's not the norm. Um, The norm is what we hear is the no pain, no gain, no days off, go 110% or don't come at all. And again, that just wasn't working for me. And so I want to be an advocate of Let's, you don't have to do that if it's not working for you. Again, maybe I'm the first person to tell you that. So this is for the 67% of you who dread intense exercise and you have trouble staying consistent because you hate it. (laughs) Or if you think you need to work out at high intensities, if you're going to work out at all, and even though you dread every second and you're not sticking to it because it just feels like such a drag. So you yo-yo and you're just not consistent with the program. This podcast is for you. You don't have to exercise intensely in order to gain all the great benefits of exercise, but you do have to exercise consistently and habitually. This is so much more important than exercising intensely. I did some digging into our reward systems and our endorphin systems of the brain to see what is the mechanism behind why you're drawn to one type of exercise over another. Some people are drawn to the high intensity and love it and crave it, and many of us hate it and dread it. So what is the reason behind that? So you've heard that high intensity exercise releases endorphins, which is true. However, according to an article that I'll link in the show notes, at high intensities, the release of endorphins appears to be linked to negative feelings, exhaustion, irritability, and pain. High (laughs) 
That's what happened to me. All my colleagues were being like, oh, I feel so good after an intense workout. I'm like, I feel horrible. (laughs) Why? So this is because these high endorphins in some people can have the opposite effect. They can make you feel more negative and exhausted and irritated. This was so validating for me to read because, again, I always felt like there was something wrong with me after I worked out intensely. This article goes on to say that these negative feelings may discourage you from wanting to do that type of exercise again, so you just give up, or you trudge through it and end up burning yourself out. However, we do know anecdotally that this isn't true for all people, since some people voted that they enjoyed it, 37% loved it and enjoy their high-intensity exercise. And this article agreed that Um, This may not be the case. This endorphin having a negative effect on your affect might not be the case for some people who habitually do hit and enjoy it. What this article said is that moderate intensity exercise, on the other hand, didn't have as high of an endorphin release as the high intensity exercise, but it was correlated with more positive mood improvements, satisfaction, and euphoria. And that's what experience, what I experienced is that when I exercised, when I did yoga or Pilates or I worked my muscles, but I wasn't like completely exhausted the entire time, I felt so much better afterwards. In fact, in moderate intensity exercise, there is a stronger correlation to the prefrontal and anterior cingulate cortex than in high intensity exercise. And these are just the areas of your brain that are responsible for your reward processing to make you feel rewarded for doing a certain action. And what I drew from this theory is that your body is under greater threat or perceptions of pain during higher intensity exercise. And this could train your brain that something like HIT is dangerous for your health. And we know, of course, that in the right dosages, this isn't true. HIT can be great for your health in the right doses. But the more primitive part of your brain that's responsible for rewarding you with positive feelings might not necessarily know that. It gives you strong signals in some people that this high-intensity exercise might be a threat to you and that you should avoid it. Whereas on the other hand, with more moderate-intensity exercise, most people get immediate improvements in mood and euphoria, which trains your brain that you are positively rewarded when you do something like more moderate-intensity exercise. There also could be a genetic component involved in how good you are, good, quote-unquote, you are at higher-intensity exercise. If you're better at it because of a genetic predisposition, you're probably more apt and willing to participate in it. Again, it's just how we work as humans. We are drawn towards things that we're good at. So this genetic component has to do with muscle fibers. You have several different types of muscle fibers within any muscle. You have your type one muscle fibers, which are more your endurance fibers. They're a bit smaller. They're not as responsible for size and muscle. And these are fibers that like uh, are triggered when you're walking or doing like more endurance exercise, biking, swimming, whatever. And then you have your type two fibers within your type two. You have several different types of type two fibers that are more responsible for like power and uh, something like sprinting or jumping, things like that, plyometrics. 
And these type two muscle fibers might be triggered more in a high intensity workout in something like a HIIT workout. So if you have more of these type two muscle fibers, you might be better at something like a HIIT workout. And if you're better at it, you might gravitate towards it more. And there are actually two genes that are associated with having more of these type two muscle fibers, ACTN3 and ACE. And many power athletes like sprinters have higher prevalence of these two genes, allowing them to probably have more type two muscle fibers and then have more power and be better at something like jumping, sprinting, things like that. So if you aren't someone who gains muscle easily and maybe you've never been a fast runner or able to jump super high, me, high, (laughs) you might have genetically a predisposition to have less of these type two muscle fibers. But despite your genetic predisposition, you can still build more of these type 2 muscle fibers through strength training. You don't have to do HIT to build these type 2 muscle fibers. It doesn't have to be sprinting. It doesn't have to be plyometrics. You can do it with moderate intensity lifting because high perceived effort will stimulate these type 2 muscle fibers, allowing them to grow in size. By using strength training at high effort, like what we do in my build classes, I'm not talking about like, you don't necessarily have to go do a CrossFit workout. You can do them with really intentional lifting exercises. You build your type two muscle fibers. And then what might happen to you, like what happened to me is you start to get quote unquote better at like a HIIT workout because you have more of these type two muscle fibers. You feel more successful at a HIIT workout. And when you're more successful at it, you're probably more likely to crave it and want to do it again. So that might be the reason why You don't love high-intensity workouts and you dread them. But how can we rewire our brain to enjoy exercise? If you're new to exercise and you want to make it a habit, or conversely, if you're feeling burnt out from your routine and you know it's not sustainable and you know you need to make a change, here's my suggestion. How you start and how you end your workouts are extremely important. If you've ever heard the idea that your brain remembers things in the beginning and the end, but not really in the middle, I think that's so true and so applicable to exercise. And we can actually train our brains to enjoy our workouts more if we bookend our workouts in a more enjoyable way. So this is why I start slow. Every workout, I start slow and calm with breath work and gentle movement. And we end in the same way. And this is way of working out makes your brain feel like it's not under a threat. And in fact, it feels almost inviting and calming. The middle isn't easy. Don't get me wrong. Your muscles are cooked and burnt out in the middle. But I think if we can train our brain that you aren't going to be in pain the entire time, you're more likely to enjoy the workout. Additionally, keeping your workouts moderate intensity is shown to, like I said, improve mood and euphoria. So if you're combining a pleasant beginning and end with a middle that's more moderate and more likely to stimulate euphoria, it's probably going to keep you wanting to come back for more. Again, I think this is why so many people in my program say that they don't dread workouts for the first time. It's because we understand these brain mechanisms and we apply them into our workouts. And As you ease into this routine, you may notice that your muscles start to grow. Maybe you start to develop more of those type two muscle fibers and you might start to crave higher intensity workouts like what happened to me. And you can slowly integrate them into your routine. And this also may never happen. And that's totally fine too. You might be someone that's like, nope, I'm never gonna wanna do high intensity workouts. That's fine. You can do moderate intensity workouts and still be super strong and fit your entire life. 
So if you hate your intense workouts and you feel like you aren't sticking to them because you avoid them like the plague because they feel terrible before, during, and after, then just commit to taking them out for three to six months, maybe longer, reevaluate at that point, maybe just do your um, moderate intensity strength training routine. I would join Evlo if I were you. And maybe you never decide you want to add in high intensity and that's fine too. So here's the bottom line. If you hate intense exercise and you end up doing nothing because you start and stop your workout programs all the time because you just hate it, start with low or moderate intensity workouts and focus on building your muscles. Over time, you will remodel your brain's reward systems and your brain's wiring to learn to love and enjoy your workouts. And then maybe eventually you crave higher intensity. Maybe it doesn't happen for you, but in the meantime, you've developed a habitual exercise program that will build your body up over your lifetime. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully this empowered you that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to grind you into the ground to be effective. And if you want to join Evlo, we would love to have you. I can help guide you through this process. We work out Monday through Friday. There are optional higher intensity cardio classes. Again, if you're listening to this, you probably don't love the high intensity. So just leave them out for a little while. Just do the strength training classes and slowly build your body up. Make it a habit. All right, everyone, evlofitness.com, E-V-L-O fitness.com. And we will see you all next week. Bye.